It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs, online at joeskarting.com, fast-paced white-knuckle racing. Just across the river on 23rd Avenue, get over to Joe's Karting today, do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. And uh, doing a special episode today because uh, some fantastic news coming out of Junction Motor Speedway. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Randy Wolf is going to be promoting the uh, the racetrack for the 2024 season and uh, we're joined by Randy now because uh, we figured what a better way to get all the information because boy there's a lot of stuff running around social media about what this deal is like and what's going on so I figured we'd get to the horse and find out what uh, what exactly the the skinny is so Randy uh, before we really get into the Junction Motor Speedway deal can you kind of talk about your time in racing and how you got into it and, and what your involvement is right now. I guess I've been doing it since I was probably 14 years old. Uh, my dad was a, I guess you call it an old school racer. And, uh, you know, started building my own cars cause you know, something, something fun to do mm-hmm. and, uh, been doing it ever since then. And then, uh, um, as far as my involvement now, uh, me and my brother, uh, bought a chassis company, um, a few years ago called Prowler Chassis. Okay. And, uh, got that from Dean Kester down in Kansas and then uh, been building chassis. And then I started a race body business called budget race bodies for uh, uh, stock cars and hobby stocks. And uh been doing that as well. Got it. Um, Whereabouts is Burr Oak, Kansas? Uh, well, it's, uh, um, I actually live in guide drop, Nebraska, but um, the, our shop is in Baroque, Kansas. It's, uh, it's north of between guide rock and Baroque. It's literally straight South of Hastings. Okay. Right on the Kansas border. It's I live literally, oh. uh, five miles from the Kansas border. So, yeah, uh, that, that yeah I'm way. looking at a map now of it and, uh, yeah, you're, uh, well, probably three hours from two hours from Lincoln. Uh, not quite two hours, just, just a little under you get on highway okay. six and you just truck it to Lincoln or yep. get on 80 the our home track is uh was the red cloud speedball which has been closed for quite a few years now okay so uh, you and your brother own prowler chassis uh by wolf now and uh been doing that for a couple of years you're doing body stuff are you driving still or or Uh, have you retired no well i never really started i mean i was always into the the setups and the building of the cars i never really was any good driving the cars i'll admit (laughs) it the um uh, my brother drives, uh, we're going to do, he's going to do a hobby stock this year. Um, we've done stock cars, modifieds. We've done a lot of different things, just kind of, uh, but, uh, he's going to do a hobby stock and his, his son's going to do a hobby stock as well. So, um, okay. yeah, as far as that, that, that's about all. And then we got, also got a lot of friends doing them and people we build cars for that kind of thing. So, yeah, I bet. All right, so Junction Motor Speedway announced a couple of weeks ago at their award ceremony that Delmer Friesen, who had been running the track, owned the land and been running the track for a very long time, was going to retire. Said that uh, the track was up for sale and anybody wanted to come in and buy the land and run the track, they're more than welcome to. So the million dollar question is, did you did you spend two and a half million dollars buying the land? Uh, I wish I could have, but no, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so I ain't got that kind of clout, but uh, not, not a lot of us in this area do, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, uh, 
what did, what did that all came about is um, I actually reached out to uh, Thayer County uh, for uh, in Deschler about their racetrack uh, when I heard Delmer was going to close down. Uh, see if because it's a little closer to me, mm-hmm. and uh, and I had always heard that uh, you know he didn't really want he wasn't going to lease it out or nothing like that. Um, so I reached out to them. They really um, they didn't weren't really interested in running a weekly show on Saturdays at Thayer County. They're just going to do their big shows this year. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, um, just on a have you know, got a hold of Delmer, and then he seemed, he's like, yeah, come over and talk to me. So we went and we had a few meetings and kind of kept it, you know, hush hush, I guess you'd say. Yep. And then uh, got the deal, kind of the finalized, I guess you'd say, for this next season. And uh, so I mean, we're, we're we're guaranteed, you know, to run, you know, next year. You know, obviously he says at some point if somebody would come and buy it we're still guaranteed to run the full season so it Uh, would be a part of the deal that if somebody buys the land you would be able to continue to run it for the remainder of the season for 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 for, yeah yeah so it's a year-to-year deal i guess you could say um but like he said there what hasn't been very much interest in you know he's it's been for sale for three years now he said so you know you know take you know it's it's tough for people to come up with that kind of money, and it's you know it's more than likely worth a lot of good facilities there, you know, fairly new built racetrack. You know, it was I was a kid when it was first built. I can remember mm-hmm. going to the very first race there on a Wednesday night uh, when I was oh probably nineteen twenty years old. Uh, so, but yeah, I got the deal done, and I you know I asked him. I said, hey, can we go ahead and you know, uh, you know put it online, let everybody know. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, it's a done deal. And, uh, and off we went (laughs) and the the floodgates opened. (laughs) Well, I knew it was going to do some, but we didn't, uh, we didn't have control. I didn't say control, but we didn't have access to the Facebook page and the website yet, which we're getting that now. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, so I just, you know, just announced it on our own kind of social media and boy, did it take off. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. When I saw that and and we shared it out, it was uh, ding, ding, ding for notifications on my phone for the next couple of hours. And as we talk, this information is barely 24 hours old. So I I imagine that a lot of decisions uh, still need to be made and plans need to be put in place. So there's a lot of things that that are still going to be up in the air because it's December. It's not January or February. You haven't had a lot of time to work on stuff, but uh, what are your general or tentative plans for the 24 season that, that you have uh, solidified so far? Well, uh, for right now, um, the, the we're going to run Friday, uh, not Friday, sorry, <laughs> Saturday <laughs> nights, like like them four, um, all IMCA classes, except for uh, I've talked to, I don't know if you know, uh, this new class coming out with Charger chassis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Crown Vic class. Um, oh yeah we're well, well informed on that one yeah yeah it's uh i think we're gonna go ahead and run it uh we got cleared uh through charger they're pretty cool with it uh awesome because albion and uh um us uh, 30 us 30 sorry yeah uh i uh, was gonna run it next year and uh so uh they're running thursday friday night so we're gonna try and grab it on saturday nice and uh um gonna run, try and uh run a full season that way um uh, your standard, uh, probably going to run uh, your sport compacts, hobby stocks, stock cars, sport mods, and uh, 
a, a probably going to be a crate late model. Okay. Uh, it's kind of the weekly deal. I've gotten a lot of phone calls this, today. Um, the, uh, I forget, forget the acronym. It's a traveling late model show that SL. Yeah. SLMR. SLMR. We're going to, I'm going to talk to them. I haven't really talked to them yet, but I want to talk to those guys. And, uh, Delmar knows them pretty well. He, we were talking to Delmar about them guys and they said they would be wanting to contact us. So, uh, going to talk to SLM, sorry, SLMR. And then, uh, there's a sprint car, possibly a sprint car series coming up from a guy that runs the Dodge city raceway down in Kansas. Okay. Contacted me today about a sprint car, uh, series, uh, 305 sprint. That's kind of uh, where we're at right now. Well, I, I know a guy that if, if you want to get a sanctioned IMCA race saver uh, class in there, I, I, I know a guy that can make that happen. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. Do, What's that? I don't, I don't think IMCA would sanction a track that close. Well, I guess I, I – I, and, yeah, because it's Saturday night, so it's there, it's not going to be sanctioned or anything. But I guess if there well, was a special event tough. on a different night. Yeah, a special event, you could probably do it like a, like a two-night show. Yeah, something to that effect. But yeah, I know Eagle Eagle runs them, right? Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah so that'd be tough to get a. This is, I think, this is just a traveling series. Okay. I don't think they're a race saver. I don't. I don't even know if they're. They might be IMCA. Something to do with IMCA, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, are you getting a sanction with IMCA then, or just going to run their rules? No, no, no. I'm run, I'm going to do a full IMCA sanctioning. Okay, so you've already for all, for all those classes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I just wanted to make sure you, you did leave off modifieds. I know that they've had some issues with car council last well, year or so. Uh, yeah, so. Um, Delmer, uh, I talked to Delmer. Um, we're still up in the air about that. Um, it's The trouble is, is and I even talked to, uh, uh, oh, can't, God, I'm bad with names. The, uh, the promoter there at US 30. Um, Bobby, Bobby Lincoln. Lincoln. Bobby Lincoln, there you go. I talked to him and. Even Bobby's gonna. I don't even think he's running a full modified schedule this year. I think he's alternating between them and uh, late models. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just going to depend on what I can do, what I can get figured out on car count. Yeah, if we're able to get a, a good car count, yeah, I would like to run them. Okay. Uh, if not, you know, I, I try to do something else. I guess. Uh, Are you well with your admin the Chargers? I mean, uh, I don't know what their car count is going to be like. You know the. Uh, the first year, but obviously they're the, the fact that they're going to be slow. I mean, on the track, you know, they're not going to turn laps like a modified or any, anywhere close to that. So the races, even if you cut them down on laps, are still going to take a while. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah, and, there's and only the so interest, much. In the interest yeah, of getting the show run quickly, you know, um, if you're only going to have four mods show up, Delmer did the right thing. It, you know, cut that out. You, you can't afford to run a four-car class, six-car exactly, class. Yeah. He claimed, uh, while I was talking to him, I said, you know, what was – he goes, well, he'd only get, like he said, anywhere from four to six cars, and it's tough to run a – I mean, you can't – I think you got to have at least, what, eight to get full points from IMCA? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. And and you got to yeah, be losing your butt that. on the purse. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know – and then, like, your modified class is one of your higher purse class. You know, it ain't like a mm-hmm. – uh, like a Hornet or, or not Hornet, a sport compact or something like that. But yeah, uh, a couple of questions coming in off the uh, Facebook page. Uh, we kind of talked to uh, Matt wanted to know any sprint car shows. You kind of addressed that a little bit. Um, 
One uh, one person asked, J.J. Roneman asked, what's the plan on the dirt surface on the track with it being rougher than a cornfield in turns one and two? Um, I'm going to pivot on that question just a little bit. And and are you guys going to be in charge of the track prep? Or is that someone you're, something you're sourcing out or uh, utilizing previous people in the past that have prepped at uh, Junction? Well, uh, I'm going to do the track prep, me and a few other guys I know. Okay. Um the yeah and I, and that was a problem that you know people have said you know um that i know of in past year or pet like last year obviously but um like uh what i've said you know i've helped you know track prep on a lot of different uh when i was younger I, I used to help tim i don't know if you guys know tim kenneman there uh uh red cloud speedball he ran it for years and i used to help tim a lot um so i know a little bit about it um the um, so yeah, and that's going to be kind of my first concern is getting the track surface, uh, back where it needs to be. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, filling the holes, you know, getting the dirt where it needs to be, um, watering the track, things like that, getting, uh, getting the surface where it needs to be. I'm also going to reach out to a few people that I know that do track prep. They're going to help me out. And, uh, um, and go, so, you know, go from there. Yeah. But yeah, I understand that as far as the roughness of the track, it's hard to get even some of the, like you talk about the SLMR class, you know, those guys don't want to show up and have a track that's going to just destroy their cars, you know? Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, that is my first, first priority, I guess you could say, you know, okay. getting, it's going to be getting sponsors and uh, getting track uh, surface where it needs to be. Got it. Is there a number of nights that you're aiming for? Yeah, um, I'm going to start uh, either last week in April, first weekend of May, and go all the way through August, shooting for 18 to 20, somewhere in the 18 to 20 shows getting scheduled. Okay. Is uh, the plan right now. Is that, is, that? That the, is that the weekly show count you're looking at, 18 to 20? Yes, yes, a weekly, about 18, 18 shows, 18 to 20 shows, yeah, for the weekly. Maybe another special or two thrown in on top of there. Yeah, we had talked about it. Yeah, I had talked about possibly doing the McCool 100 again. Uh, that, but that would be after Boone. So you're talking like the third week in September. Okay. Kind of a special show out there. Um, maybe doing a, a little bit earlier show. It's tough to do early shows in April because a lot of rains and, you know, it gets cold. So a lot of people don't like to come out to those shows, but might be doing an early one in April too. It's some of these questions again. I'll just say that, that it's really early in in you guys trying to get the plans put together. So I'm I'm asking them just to help out. But uh, Brandon Spanger wants to know if uh, you're going to be adding to the previous purses at all for payouts, and will it be draw redraw? Obviously, you're going to have a, if you do a special night, you will probably do a draw redraw, and okay. your first night will be draw redraw. But and then I believe IMCA, especially with the IMCA stuff. You know, it's it's all on points after that, right? Um, the as far as the purses go, I haven't delved too much into it. Um, I have uh, the readouts or his uh, stuff from last year, so I mean, at the very least, I'd like to keep them the same. Mm-hmm. In that uh, same, I realize you know it's tough to. So a lot of the purses ain't you know you ain't gonna make millions of dollars on these purses. I get that, but you know, and then kind of see see where I'm at, see figure that kind of thing out. And, uh, but yeah, as far as purses go, um, try and keep them at least the same of where Delmer had them. 
Good deal. Yeah, it's always easy to add money to the purse, but it's a bitch to take it out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I had one good question. I want to make sure I find it so that uh, I ask it right. Is this it? The oh, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to jump to a different question while I still try to find this. With it being a first year agreement, is there any any plans for a more of a long term agreement to get some stability in there, or is this is the plans right now to be year to year? Well, I mean, it's um, it's sort of a uh, I can't say it's a year to year. It's um, obviously you know as long as I turn a profit, I'm going to try and run it. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of a thing, you know. He's not going to. You know, we kind of have a deal to where it, it can't get pulled out from from under me. But the, you know, he is trying to sell it. Yeah. So if somebody was to come in and buy it, obviously I'll get to finish that season out or however it works out. Um, and he was pretty. And I was, you know, I told him I said, you know, I can't do this if you know you two months later someone comes in and buys it. Right. Um, you know, you know, then then, you know, you got advertisers and stuff you got to you know return lot stuff to, and it's like no, he goes run your season. He goes, I won't sell it out for money that way. He goes, you know, if somebody does happen to come in and buy it, then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but you'll definitely get to finish out that season. But yes, the plan is to, to be more, to, to go into the future, not just one year deal kind of a deal. Is this your first uh, attempt at promoting? Yes. Yes, it is. It's something I've okay. always wanted to try. And okay. uh, this will be my first Promoter 101, you will never make a dime promoting. <laughs> there's no promoter that has ever made a nickel promoting ask them right they will all tell right. you they they got a big fat bank account back there but they've never made a dime promoting oh, barely. don't say if you make money promoting you'll keep doing <laughs> because you're not going to make any money that's already a given it's a it's a uh, a job of love <laughs> right right and like i tell people you know it's not something i have to um obviously with my other businesses is a little different it's not something i have to make a living on i guess yeah. is what i'm saying yep uh I jonathan just, just go ahead go ahead go ahead jonathan uh said that uh he'd be curious if you plan on resurfacing the uh racetrack at all uh maybe redoing some of the surface we kind of covered that a little bit with turns one and two but he said Thanks also i'll be there as long as they don't get rid of the cream cheese pretzels <laughs> right <laughs> yeah hey yeah if it's selling its stands you know sell it you know <laughs> i ain't got nothing against that uh i think that's all i've got uh dirk you got any other questions no um i mean to me the uh um uh, the year-to-year lease i mean that protects you it protects delmer you know and and i don't know how did you set up lease dates? Is it January 1 to December 31st? Is it, uh, you know, April 1st to September 30, 30th? How did you do that? Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, the contract we did was uh, um, uh, Jan 1 to December 31st. So, um, yeah. So uh, for the first year. Okay. And, well, uh, so from that on, then we'll that- probably do a longer contract after the first year. Well, if he sells it, he can't, or if, if he sells it and you're at least on it until then, I mean, unless it would be like October 31st or no, middle of November that he sells it, obviously that's not an issue, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he can't, he can't break the lease. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and, and I don't think he would, it sounds like he's in it, you know, 
all four. Yeah, no, he was he was real up front with it. You know, we were up front with it and put our cards on the table. It was, it was, uh, um, you know, real nice about it. You know, obviously Delmer. You know, biggest thing with Delmer is I just you know when you when you get up in that age, you know, you just really don't want to get out there and do it. It's a lot of work. It's It's a a ton of work. work. Yes, it's a ton of work, and you got to love it. Yeah, like you said, you got to love racing. You got to love doing it, and uh, so it's. It's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, and uh, obviously, you know, he had some had a health battle here a year, what, a year ago. Um, so, you know, and all that stuff takes its toll. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, as far as, you know, in we're, we're going to have the contract, like you said, in the contract that obviously if he sells it, which, you know, like you said, it's been for sale for three years and hasn't had any, hardly any interest, you know you know, obviously I'll get to finish that season and then uh, it protects me, I guess, for that, as far as that goes. Yeah. So is it just you or is your brother going to help you out with this? Do you have a group of guys that's helping out with this too? Or is it, it pretty much just you running the show? Well, yeah, it, it'll be mainly me running the show. Um, you know, my brother's going to help out, you know, not obviously um, behind the scenes a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. helping me with advertisers, that kind of thing. Um, and then our businesses are going to kind of help out with it too as far as sponsorships and things like that and then uh go from there but yeah he doesn't he doesn't really have the time to do anything as far as with the track or anything like that uh sponsors are obviously incredibly important with this sport what's the best way if somebody's in the junction motor speedway area that has supported the track in the past wants to come back and do it again wants to get involved in it what's the best way for them to reach out to you oh yeah yeah uh you know obviously give me a call get hold me on social media anyway you know and i'll be putting out uh you know flyers and things like that plus i'll be reaching out to all the previous companies trying you know go that route Mm -hmm. um but yeah any any way shape or form uh my phone number is 402-767-0159 and they can give me a call anytime and uh go from there i could tell you for uh for firsthand experience he replies Especially yeah, when you're yeah. talking about sponsorship dollars, you reply pretty quickly to an interview request. So uh, I can only imagine how quickly you're going to hit that phone reply button when, when it's uh, sponsorships on the line. Oh yeah. 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 It helps the sport go. That's pretty much how it goes. Randy, I'm sure there's some questions we missed. I'm, so uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you here in a couple of months when the schedule's out and things are a little more affirmed, but is there anything that you wanted to make sure and cover that we may have, we have may have overlooked? Uh, no, it all sounds pretty straightforward. Um, like I said, you know, we obviously haven't got, um, the full class list. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, I want people to know it's IMCA sanctioned, at least that's the plan. And, uh, for all the classes, uh, obviously other than the crown Vic class and, uh, um, you know, we're going to try and try and, uh, have fun with it. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody shows up and has fun with it too. Well, I appreciate you stepping up, man. You you uh, relieved a lot of people's worries over the last couple of weeks over in that area about not having a racetrack to go watch on Saturday nights. Um, I think Dirk, I think it's pretty safe to say we'll extend an in- invite uh, to have him come over and talk about the schedule in 2024 at the World of Wheels. Oh, yeah. Well, if he's got it set by then or if he's got it set in three weeks, give us a call back because we'll yeah. definitely help you get the word out on that. That's what oh, we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. – uh, um... I'm hoping to have the schedule out in January some point. Okay. I'm trying to get as, you know, as much as I can on that anyway. Uh trying to get it done early because I a lot of people even have their schedules out already. So yep. um trying to trying to do that. 
Well, so, and, and yeah. some of these touring series like the SLMR and the Malvern mm-hmm. Bank 360 series and and all these guys, they th- their schedules are getting pretty close to locked up, so it'd be tough to get one of those specials added to the schedule. Yep, um, exactly. Too late. And I talked so. uh, also talked to Dirt Crown a little bit too. So okay, um, that was another question I missed. If if Dirt Crown was was going to be contacted about coming out and doing a race or what? Yeah, they they well, they were kind of like you. They they hit me up that night. So <laughs> <laughs> I had a phone call that night with them. So oh yeah. yeah. Things move pretty quick. I get it. So they and do. like you said, where I'm a little late to the game, but you know, I had to get things, you know, uh, worked out, but, yeah. um, hopefully we can m- make a good showing this year. Randy, man, good know, luck uh, to you. I know the, uh, IMCA has a set number of nights. You have to race to have the season count 11, 12 I nights. Like that. I think it's six or eight. Oh, okay. I thought it was a few more than that, but I was just going to say, do the racers a favor, maybe uh, somewhere in the middle of the season, give them a night off. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, then, know, and then uh, I will be doing probably, I'm assuming around the 4th of July, I won't be doing a show then. Okay. Because, you know, uh, my opinion on that, you know, and talk to Delmar a little bit, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going along 4th of July. People go out to the lakes, that kind of thing, and they just don't want to go racing. So it'd be nice to take that weekend off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a tough time of year to get people to come out and uh and watch some racing. Yeah, yeah. So and, and the racers need to kind of take a deep breath sometimes, you know, get their cars, you know, sometimes you know, you get wrecked up pretty good, you need to get things back together, you know, and take a week off, you know, you ain't, you ain't so stressed that way. Yep. All right, uh Randy, uh Dirk, you got anything else for him? Well, I was just going to say that also gives you a night Depending on how Mother Nature is, because you know how that t- stuff works, but it gives you a chance for a uh, a rain date. Mm-hmm. Yep, a makeup show. Yep, if you absolutely have to have one. So, yep, Randy, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for stepping up, and uh, we can't wait to help you out promoting Junction any way we can and uh, getting people down there. I know that uh, I was uh, a little bit saddened because I'd heard that it's a fantastic facility and they've got some great food. Uh, those are two things that always draw me to a racetrack, but I'd never been to Junction Motor Speedway. So uh, maybe one of these nights I'll, uh, we'll get rained out of Eagle and, and you guys want a Junction and I'll be able to head down there. Yeah, because you're the you're the announcer at Eagle, ain't you? One of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun time up in the booth. <laughs> oh, yeah. With yeah. us. Uh, do you have announcers lined up? I, I was asked not that yet, question. Not yet. Um, not yet. Uh, yeah. I am going to... Um, I got uh, got a lot of hires to make, you know, tech yeah. guys, uh, flagman, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I haven't got an announcer yet, but I'm working on it. All righty. Randy, thanks a lot for your time. Really appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you. You guys thanks. have a good day. Thanks, Randy. Good, good luck evening, this summer. Uh, thank you. Once again, that was Randy Wolf, the new promoter for – uh, Junction Motor Speedway. Uh, Dirk, I, I kind of hate to be a cynic, but that was pretty unexpected news when that hit Monday night. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm glad to hear that they'd been working on it for a while. Yeah. You know, and they just didn't talk on Saturday or talk on Sunday and say, hey, okay, we're getting a racetrack. You know, it sounds like they worked on it for several weeks. You know, he said we had several meetings. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, sounds like Delmer is happy. You know, he realizes it's not, you know, the hottest property on the market trying to sell it, but at least now he's going to be getting a return on what he has. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. I think that goes to echo the truth that he he wants to see the track going. And as long as the the he still owns the land, then uh, and somebody's willing to promote it, then the track will run. He's not going to leave it dormant uh, just for the sake of of trying to get the land sold. So um, I think and that's that's it stays true to the things I've heard about him is that he's very dedicated to that racetrack and the race community. Oh yeah, he's been dedicated to the race community for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when Roger started with Eagle, I think that just started on a lease agreement for uh, two or three years. Oh, really? And, and now that's where that's gone. Well, I know that's how it was for at least one year, but I was thinking it was three years for some mm-hmm. reason. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously come a long way from then. Um, and hopefully this deal works out. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we educated him on the fact that he'll never make a profit. He's got to know that. <laughs> I, I'm sure he had a hint. <laughs> I don't think he really understood what I was trying to say. I don't think say. he picked up on it. <laughs> but it was, that's all right. We'll, we'll we'll let him in on it when we talk to him again, when the schedule comes out. Um, yeah, hopefully he's got it done before the auto show because, you know, that'd be, that'd be awful late to be announced yeah. that. There's a lot of guys setting their schedules and stuff before there. So yep. hopefully uh, beginning of February, something gets that done and, uh, uh, he'll talk to us and, you know, we can get the word out on that. I think that's going to do it for us today. Uh, we weren't planning on doing a show today. Once again, we're not going to do a show next Tuesday. We're going to take the holidays off and enjoy. Uh, I am, I'm literally Monday, uh, Christmas day. Sarah and I have a tentative plan to not leave the bed. We're going to turn the TV on and we're going to binge a bunch of TV shows. It just relax. Has something I haven't done in years. And I'm, I'm excited to do that. Uh, do you got any so big holiday plans or what? Huh? You put it in a catheter or what? I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you need to know that part. <laughs> I mean, if you're, you know, if you're not going to leave the bed, there's got to be something going on. It's either going to be real messy in there. Or... <laughs> no, I, I think we'll leave the bed for the bathroom breaks. <laughs> okay. You got any big plans? Yeah, my only plan is I got to go pick a buddy up at the airport when he's flying in. So, evidently, it was cheap tickets to fly into Omaha on Christmas. So, Hmm. I went out of town last week and they drove and got a one way ticket coming back. And I'm good for a one way pickup. That's not a big deal. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us today. We'll be back on January 2nd. Kirk Williams is going to be our interview of the Williams brothers. We talked about that on Tuesday's episode. And there is a full schedule up until, I think, February. We got, I got to get that updated with some of the interviews we've done uh, on Monday night down at Quaker Steak and Lou. But we'll get that schedule updated, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in the new year. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Thanks for all the support of the front stretch all this year. Uh, feel free if you are binging episodes while road tripping or just, you know, laying in bed on Christmas Day. Uh, we'd love to hear you uh, your uh, uh, thoughts and opinions on some of the uh, shows we had earlier this year. Uh, for Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch presented by Joe's Carding and Quaker Steak and Lube. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Carding Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Carding while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse joescarding.com for more information 
Tis the season for giving, and why not get a little for yourself while you're at it? Gift cards from Quaker Steak and Lumen Council Bluffs are the perfect gift for the food lover in your family. For every $50 in gift cards you buy, you're going to get $10 for yourself. Plus, you get a 20% off coupon good for the month of January. Stop in today and load up on Quaker Steak and Lube gift cards. Get too quick to Steak and Lube.